This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Here we go, everyone. Uh, this class is about how to be the melech in the home. Um, how to be the man of your house. Now, in every home, there's supposed to be what's called a proper polarity, which is a plus and a minus. Just like the batteries inside a remote control are plus and minus, and all the electricity in here is plus and minus in the in the cables going in. There's a plus, there's a minus, there's a ground. So there's always a plus and a minus. And in the home, the man is supposed to be the plus, and the woman is supposed to be the minus. The man is the mashpia, and the woman is the mikabu. That's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, but in some homes, you can have what's called reverse polarity. The word polarity is like the poles. You know, there's the North Pole and the South Pole. So that can reverse in homes, where the the man is the is like the macabre, meaning the man's like the woman, and the woman's like the man. And that's that's uh, to have reverse polarities is really really bad for marriage. And it might be fun when you're like in Kailil, when you're in your young twenties, but it's a very bad um, it's a very bad setup for the couple. Because what that means is that when she finally hits her time of uh, womanhood, which is around 35, women women go very strong into their femininity at around 35 years old. When she turns around 35, if the man was never properly the mashpia, if he never properly got the man vibration in the relationship, so then sh- her suddenly becoming very feminine, she... Uh, She just can't even look at the guy. She can't even smell him. She has no interest in him. And the reason is, is because she can't respect him. Respect and attraction go together. If there's respect, there's attraction. No respect, no attraction. Now, of course, when they're younger, you know, everything's good. But when when the couple gets older, so, so at that point, she, she, her femininity, which means her womanhood, gets very strong. Now, femininity goes in waves. It goes up, and then it comes down. It goes up the wave, and then it comes down. When femininity goes up, you know the polarities. When her femininity is up, she's looking for the opposite. She's looking for male. When feminine's high, she's looking for male. Well, how does she find her man? How does she, how, meaning, who, who, where is she going to find a male? She's hoping it's you, her husband. She's hoping it's going to be you. And so... She doesn't necessarily believe it's you. She's just hoping it would be you. And so what she does is she tests you to see if you're her man. And this goes on also in the animal kingdom. In the animal kingdom, it's actually called, there's a term for it, it's called fitness testing, where the, where the female animal will test the males for the strongest male. And that's who the female mates with. In our wives, what they do is they test their man. How does she test you? She tests you by attacking you. The woman will attack you. It's about whenever her femininity is high, which is going to be about once a month. If she's pregnant, which is like the ultimate expression of femininity, so she's going to attack you for nine months straight. And when she attacks, all she's trying to see is does she have a man? But meanwhile, the man, he has no idea what's going on. All he knows is he's married to some crazy lady. 
And he doesn't understand why the woman that he's providing for has suddenly gotten vicious, cruel, and there's like achzarius in the way they do it. And if they're Hungarian, they don't just stick the knife in, they turn it. And she knows exactly how to turn you into a little wounded boy. Now, when your wife attacks, if you're like most men, well, you're similar to a cat. If you got, if you came to your house after Shabbos or tomorrow after evening, if you came to your house and you found a cat got into your house, what do you do? You open up the doors, open up the windows, do everything you can so that the cat has a way out. Because it's going to do everything it can to run. It wants to get a flight. But what happens if you back that cat into a corner? If you back the cat into a corner, what happens? Its hair is going to stand up, its back's going to arch, and he's going to pull out his claws, and you're going to get a fight. So what happens with a man is when his wife said the height of her femininity, she attacks to see if she's got a man. But what does she discover? She discovers a cat. Because most men, when their wife attacks, he goes to Mincha for about two to three hours. Which is flight. If he has already davened Mincha, he'll go to the bathroom for one. If he's already done Mincha and gone to the bathroom, he may fight. Just like a cat would. And then any man who can learn a black Gemara can grind a woman down into fine flour. You will make her wrong. Now tell me, is she looking for a man or a cat? What did we say? She's looking for a man, not a cat. So every time you run away, she's got a cat. And every time you fight, she's got a cat. And there's no respect for that. And if there's no respect, there's no attraction. And that's going on even under 35. But once she hits 35, that gets dangerous. Because 35 to 51, 2, 3, 4, that's the height of her femininity. That's the very best time. A lot of you guys are young. But that's the very best time to be married. It is the height of your the romantic relationship. Your intimacy is at its climax during the years 35 to 50. But for all the men who didn't learn how to be a melech in the home, that's the worst part of your marriage. That's when she gives up on you. In the fry world, in the in the Goyesh world, they just divorce them. They marry their gym trainer. In the Yiddish world, they're not going to divorce you. you got a bunch of kids together. Not, you know, there's some arachim for marriage. But she doesn't even want to smell you. And it doesn't even matter that there's halachas of, of how often intimacy is supposed to happen. She, she's not interested. It's very sad because he's just missing a, a tiniest sod. And what's the tiniest sod? The tiniest sod is to be a melech when your wife is feeling insecure. See, when the femininity is high, she's feeling insecure, she's looking for a man. She's hoping that would be you. She attacks. When she attacks, your job, here's what you do. You do not go to Mincha for three hours. You don't go to the bathroom. What you do is you stare at her right in the eyes while she's attacking, 
and you do what's called an inner smile. Look at my face. I'll show you an inner smile. Do not smile with your mouth or she's going to freak. Don't smile with your mouth. Smile with your eyes. You give her an inner smile. It looks just like this. Shoulders back. Head squared away. You're not moving. You're not fidgeting with your hands. Your hands are at your side. All you need to do is be the tsura of man while she's going there. Just stay, stay put together. Stay in your space. Stay integrated as a man while she attacks. You keep that inner smile. It's eyes, not mouth. And the whole time that she's attacking you, you only hear the following words. The following word. The whole time. Because you can't listen to what she's saying. Because if you listen to what she's saying, now you're a wounded boy. She's at the height of femininity, married to a wounded little boy. And I promise you, a wounded little boy is not going to be able to do much later that evening. It'll take you about three days to get over what she said. And by the time you got over what she said, she's no longer at the top of her wave of femininity. So, you missed everything. And it's most likely that, that Hashem sends her to the height of her femininity exactly when she's ovulating. And so when she attacks, when she goes into that mode, your job is to put on a crown, put on a kisser, and just stay squared away, look her in the eyes, breathe, and all you hear, because you can't listen to a word she says, all you hear the whole time is the word, Melech, Melech, I'm a Melech for my wife. The whole time, that's all you hear. Melech. Melech. I'm a melech for my wife. Okay, everyone try it. Raise your hands. Come on, together. Let's go. No, hands up. Everyone, together. Melech. Melech. I'm a melech for my wife. Okay? Shh. And you be, you be a melech. For your wife, you'll notice that when your wife's attacking and you're turning into wounded little boy, you'll notice Shmira Sanaim on the streets ten times harder. It's ten times harder. Because you think you're married to some crazy shade. And, and the truth is, and here's, for those who, who heard my Melech share, how to be a Melech in the home, what I'm doing now is something I never shared before. So listen carefully. Your wife isn't some demon or some crazy lady from Halloween. She's she's Elokus. She's Elokus itself. She's Malchus. She's seven. This happens in sevens. Like the moon moves in sevens. Like the scale of music goes in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. She is nature itself. She's Elokuz. You're Shemavaya. She's Elokuz. She is the most refreshing thing in the world. She is something that you can't, you can't even look away from. 
I mean, obviously, when she's going crazy, okay, you're looking, unfortunately, when you get to the street, you're looking away, because you know it's the most refreshing thing you could ever look at. Her storm, her storm is the storm of the oceans, and the ocean storms are of the most beautiful things in the world. You're married to Elokus itself, but Elokus is wild, chaotic, untamed, power. Right now, if there was a giant storm outside in Connecticut, if there was a giant storm out there on the East Coast, that's nature. That's at Lacus. It's awesome. And this building we're in, that would, you know, we wouldn't even know because we're in here. This is the man, meaning the building's the muscle of the man. We wouldn't even know the storm's going on. When your wife's storm is going on, sense that you're married to a hurricane. You're married to a volcano. And it's awesome. People travel all over the world to see a volcano. There aren't even nutcases who travel to see hurricanes. I live in Eretz Yisrael, so we want to see the flash floods. You know, ka'afikim ba'negev, the afikim in the negev, the flash floods in the negev. We go see them. It's amazing. And and you got your very own hurricane right there at home. Your own personal hurricane. And you know what? She's so sweet and she's so cute when she freaks out on you. And when she attacks, you're just standing there, just melech, and you're just you're just watching it happen. And it's like, wow, look at the storm. And I'm her man. You know, those open oceans, you know, all the all the goods that come into New York, you know, from China and stuff. They come on the ocean. And they, they have these giant breakwaters made of rocks that create harbors so the waves can hit the rocks so the boats can come in. You are that harbor. You're the rocks into the ocean. You're the taming. You're the building that keeps the storm out, so to speak. You're the safety. You are her rock. That's all she wants to know. She doesn't want to guide the family, even though she probably said some crazy thing about where you should go next week. She doesn't want to decide where you're going to live, even though she just got through screaming at you about moving to Lakewood or something. She doesn't want that. And if you give it to her, all you're making her is more insecure. You're just making her more insecure. She doesn't want decisions to be... She doesn't want to be in charge of these things. Okay, she'll do it because she's got the follow-through sometimes. No, you're the man for your woman. You decide. You know, it was very hard for me to give a bracha for my son when he moved to, when he got married because he married a girl from Borough Park. It was very hard for me to give a bracha, but you know what I said to him? Because we live in Eretz I'm not sending my son to Chutzlaretz. But in the letter I wrote to him, giving him my brocha, I said to him, growing up in my house, you're man enough to get her to Eretz Yisrael. Someday you will get her back to Eretz Yisrael. You're man enough. And it's just the bechina of a man, whether or not a, a family is doing anything. You're married to the storm. It's awesome. It's amazing. 
and, and you're, you're the one who can harness that power. Now, I don't know if you know what this is, but there are men who, who surf the waves of the ocean. And I'm one of them. So, the height of the ceiling here was the height about when I would start getting excited to surf the waves. When it got double the height of this ceiling was when I was right in the zone. You're the surfer. She's the waves. You gotta ride those waves like a man. Now, just one more important hint is if she attacks and you're doing your melee, you're doing great, but when she finishes attacking, she says to you, so, what do you have to say? Or, are we moving? Or, you know, whatever. What are we going to do? Or, what do you say about Yankee? You know, your 10-year-old or whatever. You know what you say to her? Because you haven't heard a word she said. So what are you going to say? You haven't been listening. You know, don't say Melech. <laughs> so what do you say? And you're like, Melech. If she asks, what are you going to say? When she says, what do you say about it? You say, I need to think about it. Let me sleep on it. I'm going to Shachis. Go to work. Ask me about it later. You know what's going to happen when you come home later? She's going to have no recollection whatsoever of anything she said. Do you realize it? That when you get into it with her, when you get into the sikhsukh, you fight about it, do you realize that if you would have just been the melech, she would have no idea what she said like 30 minutes ago? They don't even know what they, don't even know what they said. Hashem gave them mouths. They got to say something. So they say stuff. But they're wild. They're chaos. Your order. You represent order. They're the chaos. You're the order. And if you play this right, if you get your act together, you get yourself set up properly, and some of you are in bad shape. You know, some of you, this is, by the way, a compliment to Williamsburg, is in Williamsburg, a Freud is still a Freud, and a Mensch is still a Mensch. It's probably one of the last places. I'm not talking about the boys in Cola. They're in trouble. But Williamsburg, like the last place where a man is still a man, a woman's still a woman. So it's good. But if you're already in trouble with this, you got to start right now, right now, to be the melech in your house. And when she attacks, just stay composed. Keep your composure. Square off your shoulders. Looking straight, inner smile through the eyes. Be a melech for her. She won't even remember what she said. And I'll just share one story that people like, is that one day, my wife can attack extra. Because she's like, she's very intellectual. She's also Hungarian. And she's, uh, whatever, she's like an author. She's like a Talmud HaChachama. So she can really get in it. And one day I was on my way to Shachris, and she, you know, she was like, uh, can you sit down a minute? And I'm like, uh-oh. It's like, I mean, it's literally like getting pulled over. So, I, I sit down in my kitchen, and 
sitting with her. I got a view of her and the clock. And I know what my minion's up to. And so she's going and going, but she's going hard. I mean, she's really getting me, going deep. And it's like, and she's ripping into me. I'm sitting there. I'm just staying totally squared off. Man, the whole time, I didn't hear anything she said. I finally realized, we're almost at Barucho. So I said to her, you spoke good, I hear. Let me, let me, uh, you know, I'm going to go daven. We'll come back, we'll talk about it. She says, okay, go daven. I come back from davening, I had a chavrusa upstairs. I walked into the house as quietly as I could. I was doing the code on the door, you know, one number every like 10 seconds. So she wouldn't hear the... I open up the door, and she's standing there waiting for me with an omelet and a glass of freshly squeezed orange juice. And she's like, omelet? Orange juice? And I'm like, crazy? (laughs) So I sit down at the dining room table. We're not even eating in the kitchen. She got it all set up. I'm in the dining room, eating it. And she's just sitting there on her seat like this. This isn't difficult instructions, gentlemen. What might be difficult is years and years of, of having your polarities, meaning the plus and the minus, reversed. That's, that's a bigger issue. But it's not serious instructions. I think it's pretty basic. I think you guys got it. And you got what to do when she asks you what to do. You just tell her you're going to think about it. you got to sleep on it. Give me some time to consider it. You're married to the storm. You should appreciate it. She's beautiful beyond measure. Your wife is... Elocus itself. But you gotta harness the power of that ocean and be the man for her so that together you can build tremendous, tremendous example for your daughters and for your sons so that they can do the same thing when they build their homes. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.